Welcome to the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And before we begin, I want to remind the listeners to please follow the Biblical Resolutions Podcast by going to our podcast site, which is hojbible.podbean.com. You can also listen to the Biblical Resolutions podcast on Apple Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and also on the House of Jacob's main website, which is thehouseofjacob.org. And before we begin, I want to introduce the brothers, and we have a full house today. We have Brother Solomon, we have Brother Maurice. We have Brother Terry, who's going to read for us today. We have Brother Ahissamak and Brother Benaya. And today's podcast, today's topic that we'll be discussing is the examples we set. The examples we set. And setting an example is something that is really, uh, it's shown all, all throughout the scriptures. You know, the Lord set an example when he came in the flesh of how we should walk. Um, he gave his laws, statutes, and judgments to, to his people, and they were supposed to teach their children and teach their children's children because that was the example that everybody was supposed to follow. And when we set good examples, then usually you have positive outcomes. When we set bad examples, then you see that as that same bad example is is uh it, it keeps it keeps being shown over and over again it just it, it could destroy a, a, a household it, it could it can destroy a nation of people so we're gonna look at it from the scriptures and then we're gonna understand the importance of this um and i guess we can we can start it off in romans 14 Romans 14 and we're going to pick it up at verse 13 and what I, what I really wanted to show here uh, while we go into Romans is because Paul talked about you know your meat not being a stumbling block and a lot of times when we dealing with each other as brothers and sisters in Christ we follow each other's example whether I set a bad example for you or I said a good example for you, a lot of times that's what we do. So we have to be mindful that the things that we do or the things that, you know, the way that we operate on a day-to-day -day basis, if another person sees you doing things, it could offend them or it could cause them to stumble and fall. And this is what Paul is talking about here. And this is what I want to, you know, get across to the people. We can't allow our meat to be a stumbling block. So, Brother Terry, if you will, Romans 14, and pick it up at verse 13, brother. All right. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. So he said, look, instead of judging each other and finding a fault with each other, Let's not put a stumbling block or, or, or some occasion in front of your brother so they can fall. Go ahead. I know and I am persuaded by the Lord Jesus 
that there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him that is esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Now, this don't have nothing to do with pork chops. Because <laughs> I know people, people they like to go here and I'll see you can eat anything. Yeah, it, there is nothing unclean of itself. The Lord made all the animals. He made, he created it all. But when it came time when man would, would start sacrificing and man would start to eat meat, then the Lord made a separation between clean and unclean. But also, he said, you know, if a, uh, uh, if, if a man, you know, if, if you as an individual, you might esteem something to be unclean. This is talking about from person to person. This is talking about somebody's personal view on something. This is not talking about God's dietary law. You might esteem something to be unclean. It don't mean it's unclean according to the word of God. It don't mean it's unclean according to the dietary law. You just might have some things that you deem to be right or wrong. He said, but to him, to him it is unclean. What verse was that? It was 14. Go ahead. Read verse 15. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably, destroy him not, not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. He said so, but he said, because this is the point Paul is letting you know, but if your brother be grieved with your meat, then, hey, don't destroy him with it, for whom Christ died, because you ain't died for your brother. Your brother didn't die for your sins. Christ died for your brother. So even if it's something that, hey, I do or something that you do, if your brother, for some reason, is is offended by it or or is made weak by it, you shouldn't do that in front of your brother because they they following after your example. Skip down to verse uh, 21 and read it. Okay. It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbled, or is offended, or is made weak. He said, look, it is, it is good neither to eat flesh, nor drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. In other words, whatever it may be, is it a sin to eat meat? No. To drink wine? No, but whatever it is that makes your brother, that offends your brother or makes your brother weak, you shouldn't do it. It's good not to do that because it is your responsibility. It is our responsibility to be an example. And if I set the wrong example in front of you or you set the wrong example in front of me, then it could cause me to stumble. I, it could cause me to walk away from the word of God, because I seen you do something or I heard you say something that I didn't agree with. So we got to be mindful or I don't want to make you weak, you know, by whatever, by my meat. It, it might make you weak. It might it might make you do the wrong thing. Everybody can't handle the same thing. But we're going to move on and we're going to let Brother Solomon come in and he's going to expound on uh, a scripture. Yes, we're going to go ahead and shoot over to Second Thessalonians chapter 3. That is Second Thessalonians chapter 3. We are going to pick it up at verse 6. And we're going to read a few scriptures here. 
And again, we got Paul, you know, and Paul spoke about being an example a lot of times because he was dealing with Gentiles. He was dealing with a whole new crowd. You know, every time he was going to a new city, he was converting new people. A lot of people didn't really know anything about God. In one part of the scripture, he even, even told them, you know, uh, that they was putting up uh, something that said an unknown to the unknown God because they didn't know anything about God. You know, Israel had to bring that to the world. And here he's showing how, uh, one, to, you know, how to avoid some mistakes and when you're being an example. But two, um, as far as how not to burden uh, people as well, we have to be an example. Uh, we we want to lead the way, you know. So he wanted to make sure that, that we understand how that process went. So we're going to take a look at some details here and uh, to bring a little bit of light. So in our mission, in our journey in life, that we can, you know, uh, know to have a better edge you know, in a better stage to uh, to do the Lord's work here. So Second Thessalonians, Terry, when you're ready, chapter 3, and we can pick it up at verse 6. Okay. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. So, you know, he said, withdraw yourself from every brother that walketh disorderly. Because we, we can't be around people who are going to be uh, walking disorderly and then trying to help people, you know, get things decent and in order. It, 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 it makes us hypocrites, you know. We have to be very conscious of the example that we're setting. So he's letting us know the company you keep right away is, is an example, so to speak, of, of of uh you know that you're setting because if you're around people that disorderly somebody's going to follow that keep on going verse seven brother all right for yourselves know how ye ought to follow us for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you mm -hmm. neither did we eat any man's bread for naught but for rot with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you so you can see here that, you know, they made sure that they weren't a burden to nobody because they're trying to set an example. So they worked. They were, you know, when, when wherever they were going and, and whatever town they was in at this point, you know, he's speaking to the Thessalonians, but they, they went throughout, you know, uh, you know, throughout different parts of the world bringing the gospel. And uh, when he got there, you know, they worked very hard. If it was a homeowner, I'm sure he would have been, you know, cleaning and, and helping them build and helping them whatever they were doing there to make sure he earned his keep. And it says something about his character. He knew that. So he said, you know, he so they will be not chargeable. So nobody can say, hey, we did this for you, you know, because we understand everything that we bank on is you, you know, comes from Christ. You know, so so he made sure that he didn't burden them and he was setting a good example. But keep on going. Verse nine. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an ensample unto you, unto you to follow us. Absolutely. Because they they got power with God. They were not worried about what they were going to eat, what they were going to what they were going to where they were going to stay. You know, it, it wouldn't have been that if they didn't do that, they would have been you know, kicked out in the street or anything like that. They had much faith, much faith, but they were doing that to set an example, to let them know, hey, you know, there's a certain way we have to conduct ourselves here. There's a certain way, we, you know, a certain standard 
because we want people to follow our example because we're trying to bring, you know, help the Lord bring salvation. So check out verse 10 there, and he makes it real plain here. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither shall he eat. And that's how you get that point across, by working very, very hard to eat. You know, instead of telling somebody or trying, you know, or suggesting that, you know, they set the example and they they busted it behind. They did what they had to do. And I'm sure that if there were people watching or people in that household that have never heard about God, that those people were persuaded to say, hey, man, these guys came in here. They worked hard and they did this and they did that. And, and that's something that was visual. So I thought it was important to bring up. And I follow yes, this. I follow this every day. You know, I try to work very hard myself. And as a servant, we all should. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Let's, um, Brother Hissamak, you, you have... Uh, a scripture also brother yeah yeah definitely thank you um brother um for another opportunity to be on the podcast but um uh, i want to go to matthew the fifth chapter matthew the fifth chapter and verse 13 and um i look at the world and when looking at the world uh, people in positions of power authority leadership um they sometimes had a worse um behavior they had a worse behavior and you know most of them don't say they serve it saying the buddha or allah or whoever they they say they serve of god and the god of this bible and i, I want to look at how he says you know you should behave how your actions and what you should do. And, and and again, I always like to drop an anchor. When the topic came across that it was going to be this, I went to anchor scriptures. Um, and, and, and this is one of the anchor scriptures that I um, chose. Matthew, the fifth chapter. And we're going to pick this up at verse uh, 13. Matthew 5 and verse 13. Uh, brother Terry, when you get it, go ahead and read, brother. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore, there is this force good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Mm-hmm. Keep reading, you, brother. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill, on a hill cannot be hid. And and this is one thing that, that I'll like to always remind people of you know you the salt if you a believer in christ jesus and the god of this bible you the you the salt i'm saying salt is supposed to enhance something so before you was something else but once you get this truth and this understanding it's supposed to enhance you your behavior is supposed to change your mind is supposed to change you're supposed to be renewed to not live after your will or the way of the world, but in a new and living way. Brother, keep reading. Verse 15, keep reading, brother. All right. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And this is key, too. So if you in a good example and you're in a position of power or authority or you got a title or any way that you can affect some, and we all affect 
affect the world and people in different ways. You're supposed to give light to everybody that see you, everybody in the house that see you. If you're in your home, you're supposed to be an example for your wife and for your kids and for the, the stranger and the non-believer. You're supposed to be an example. You're supposed to stand out. And again, in this world, we have more people fitting in than standing out. And that's a big problem, too. But, brother, keep reading. Verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And, and that's the whole goal. You know, this thing is about people seeing good examples. People seeing people caring for each other, loving each other, helping each other, willing to overcome and go further to be better people and not just to fit in and do the same things that everybody else doing. When you are a Christian or believer in Christ or you follow God, you're supposed to be a good example. Yes, sir. And something I want to touch on, something you said um, a few minutes ago, you talked about everybody you around, you, you, you affect them. Mm -hmm. They affect you. Um, this is something that we really don't pay attention to. Um, no matter who you are, this is why the book talks about, you know, not keeping company with certain people. Mm -hmm. Why, why are you going to keep company with a liar? You keep hanging with a liar. Guess what you're going to be? You're going to become a liar. Mm -hmm. Um, you keep company with a thief. Sooner or later, you're going to, you're going to steal. You're going to be a thief right along with them. So we, we affect everybody we around. Um, and that, that's just being, you know, that's just being, uh, I mean, just being around somebody day by day or whatever it may be, that's going to happen. Yes, sir. You know, the problem is, though, sometimes you affect people with an infection, something that they don't they don't need some some characteristic they don't need. Yeah. Or you get in you get infected with some some uh, uh, character flaw that really ain't going to help you, you know, as a servant of God. Yeah. And that's the thing that we don't look at. Yeah, we so worried about, you know, everybody's so worried about um, being right about everything or or a lot of people worried about standing out and, and being seen that we ain't thinking about the people that I'm around. I affect them. Yep. They affect they affect me. If somebody going to affect me negatively, they're going to infect me with something that I don't then I'm not going to hang with you. Yes, sir. Um. I got to be mindful, especially like with my children. You know, you talking about your children, they going to do what you do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You you could tell them whatever. But it, as your children growing up, when they real small, they watching you and the your, your characteristics, they going to have them. Yep. You know, and uh, it ain't really nothing. You know, it's nothing you could do about it except for try to try to give them good characteristics or, or show them positive things so they can take those things and, and they'll, they'll learn those things growing up. But everybody you around, everybody you associate with, if you, if you you're around them long enough, you're going to affect them and they're going to affect you. Mm -hmm. And that's an excellent point, brother. Uh, but we're going to let brother Maurice, you, you got a scripture brother you want to talk about. 
Yeah, I do. Actually, my scripture is uh, Romans 12 and 2. And what inspired me to go to this scripture was uh, something that happened recently, current events. I guess maybe a couple of weeks ago, you know, in Chicago, we had an incident with um, a little bit of looting, protesting. And I happened to catch a young lady on the news. She was trying to encourage protesters to go out and basically make a stance. But what she told them was to go out to these stores go into these stores, take, pillage. And her reasoning was is because a life had been taken and these stores have insurance. And, you know, we cannot get that life back. So go out there and do what you got to do. Now, I understood the pain that she was going through as far as a life being taken. We all can relate to some extent. But what I couldn't agree with was the message that she was sending to the people to try to solve an issue trying to solve a wrong with another wrong. And that was telling those people to go out, do damage, take, because you can. They're good. Don't worry about it. And so, like I say, that incident actually inspired me to go to this scripture at Romans 12 and 2. So, brother, if you can go ahead, please read that. You know what, brother Terry, pick it up. Pick it up at verse 1, Terry. We can read one, two. Okay. All right. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that, what is that God, good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, there are two keys in this. One was be not conformed to this world, meaning that Broad is the path that a lot of people are going to travel, and that's not the way. But narrow is the path that most people who follow God will travel. And for us, we have to be strong enough. Those who are following that path that the Lord set out for us, we have to be strong enough to stand up and set the example, to step out there and say that, hey, what you're doing is not wrong. Take another look at this because there is another way and a better way. And again, that lends and follows into the second part of this being that, you know, following that perfect, uh, good, acceptable will of the Lord. If you keep that in perspective, it'll help us in terms of our judgment and it'll give us the confidence to step out there and correct some of this wrong that's going on today, which seems to be the norm in terms of how people are thinking, how they're conducting themselves and how they're passing it on to those that are following them. So that's why I chose this scripture, brother. I mean, it was related to a current event, and I thought it was important to highlight that, you know, especially as it relates to today's times. Yes, sir. And that is a very good example. And and the beginning of verse two, uh, and be not conformed to this world, goes right along with brother what uh, brother Ahissamak said. It's too many people trying to fit in. You know what I'm saying? They they trying to fit in to the wrong thing the wrong crowd you know but being a servant of god you 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 can't you can't always be trying to fit in you 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 gonna stand out absolutely you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if absolutely. you set if you setting a godly example you gonna stand out mm-hmm. people gonna know it's something different about you so you know trying to be conformed to the world trying to fit in is just not gonna work when, when you're trying to set an example uh, that, that's that's just the way it goes you know what i'm saying and sometimes man it, it ain't easy being it ain't easy feeling like you the only one uh, amongst a thousand people and you you feel like you by yourself sometimes but 
Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you, you can't have thin skin. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you, yes, sir. You, you can't have thin skin, you know, because it's it's it, it just it doesn't go along with uh it doesn't go along with this walk, man. You you got to suffer, like the book say, man. All all that's gonna live godly in Christ Jesus is gonna suffer persecution. Hmm. So he said all. So if that's the path you choose, man, you're gonna suffer persecution because the example you set. A lot of people gonna look at it and they ain't gonna like it. They gonna you think you better than we you think you better than than everybody else. Hey man, cause I don't wanna be a liar. Cause I don't wanna be I don't wanna be a fornicator. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna be a deceiver. I'm I'm I just I just wanna be show brotherly love, brotherly kindness. And now you a target. Mm-hmm. You're a target for, for people who, you know, who are uh predators, man. They they looking at you like, you know, you you fresh meat. Uh, and then you got people, man, you know, who, who know they wicked. And when they see somebody trying to do righteously, they get, they, they got a problem with it because, you know, they know what they do. And so that's, that's how it goes, man. But all of this, all of this is, is all lumped into, this is what it's about. The examples we set being an example, man, carries responsibilities, carries a certain burden, burden with it. Um, it's, it's not always easy, you know. It's easy to not to. It's easy to forget that no matter how you feel about it, you are setting an example to somebody. Some exactly. somebody is looking at you, and they gonna pick up. They can pick up some some good, or they they can pick up they can pick up some bad from you. But at all times, we have to try to keep that in mind. And that's you know, it's sometimes you forget, man. It's real easy. But let's go to. Uh, we're gonna go to first first Peter and, and Brother Beniah. You you gonna talk about first Peter. Yeah, well, first Peter, we're looking at some things like Brother Maurice had actually spoken about how you have to think a certain way, how uh Christ dealt with certain things. So first Peter four and what it's speaking, what it's touching on is how we have to have the same mind that's in Christ, and it's gonna speak about the things that we used to do and the things that we should be doing once we start walking in Christ. Hence our examples, our lifestyle, our walk. So let's pick this up at first Peter four and verse one, brother Terry, we gonna uh, go ahead when you get there. All right. <clears throat> for as much then as Christ have suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind For he that have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. Mm -hmm. So the ones who suffered in the flesh, you're getting away from sin. You're going through something and you're getting away from those things which transgress the law of God. Go ahead. That he no longer should live in the rest of his time in the flesh to to the lust of men, but to the will of God. So everything that person is doing is no longer to the things that are against God, but the things that they're doing are the things that are acceptable by God. And when they're doing those things, it's showing forth an example to others. Go ahead. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banqueting, and abominable idolatries. 
these are all the things that we walked in before dealing with God. And as we walk in them, all these things that we do, it shows others and others can become emboldened by our example because we're doing like they did, the will of the Gentiles, the will of those who are not dealing with the word of God. Uh, we So let's, among other things, let's go down to verse seven. All things is a hand is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto, unto pray. Uh huh. Prayer. Go ahead. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. So these are the things that we're supposed to be showing forth, and as we show forth charity. That's going to give the examples to others of how love, because that's what charity is, how love is supposed to be uh, uh, displayed, how love is supposed to be given. Go ahead. Verse nine. All right. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man have received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The steward is your rep the representative. So we're giving this example as a representative, as a steward of the manifold grace of God. All of these righteous things that we do, hospitality, charity, which is love, enduring all things, being sober, watching unto prayer, all of those are the examples that we're setting forth as stewards of God. Why? Because a steward is the one who, who is the representative. Mm -hmm. So the example we set is important. The example, in fact, the example we sweat, we set is part of our, our job. It's not just, you know, just something that's a bystander or a byproduct. It's part of our job to set a good example. We, the earlier in this verse, it talked about how we, uh, dealt with the with the lust of the flesh and how we dealt and brought the wheel of the Gentiles in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominations who idolatries. We all have been there, but as we start dealing with God, we talk about being stewards, our representatives of God, and a representative is the one who shows forth the example of what is acceptable of God. So that's with with the examples we set. This is part of our job. It's not just a byproduct. A part of our job is to set a good example. And I, I would want to get this in because it it, um, it just spoke to me because it, we all got that walk. We all got the two sides where we dealt with the things that we did before and we're dealing with the things that we're supposed to be representing are showing forth now that we understand what our God requires of us. Absolutely. Brother Solomon. Yeah, like uh, you know, just um, setting an example, right? Like the point of it, right, is to show someone else how to walk, right? So, like we're we have to do something consistently enough every single day, every opportunity that we get, we have to do this so consistently that it affects like uh, uh, Brother Hismack was speaking about, that it affects the person around us and inspires them, right, to to act in the same manner 
and because they see the benefit and the results of our consistent actions every single day, every single day, every single day. And that was, you know, it's something that uh, Brother Benah, you know, it, it, it came to my mind about it while he was expounding that, you know, that that example, like the whole point of it is to affect another human being. You know, so if we're trying to turn people to Christ, then it's then it's the, of extreme importance to to set uh, a consistent example as well, a very consistent example, because if they are affected, if they're impacted, if they say, hey, you know what, Th this person always has, you know, a, 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 a roof over their head, you know, when they need it. And, and they always have their confidence in the most high. And they're always praying and trying to do good work, even when they don't got it, you know, they're, they're trying to do for somebody else, etc. And you set in that type of example, then that, you know, that's a, 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 a and it, it's a, a definition of love, so to speak. It's an example of love. And they may say, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind living that life while I'm here on this earth. Like, that's not a bad life to live, you know? And and then, you know, know how many people they can set an example for. And that's how you cover this multitude of sins because we're setting a good example. We're teaching them not to lie, not to steal, not to uh, covet, not to commit adultery, not to, you know, uh, disrespect elders and your parents and, you know, how to try to stay on the, the right side of God by not following in their idols and, and not taking the name of God in vain. And, and these things every day that we practice, you know, they can definitely affect the human being. And we cannot underestimate the power of that. The Lord said that uh, the Lord said that his, his uh, word is not going to come back void. So how much more are, would our actions come back, you know? Absolutely. And, and that's the point we're trying to get across. It, it is about, you know, uh, uh, an example. When we set examples, you know, we, we are affecting people, whether it's positive or, or negative. That's that's what examples do. Brother Maurice? Yeah, no, I just wanted to agree with you all on uh, the points that you just made. I mean, also highlighting that setting a good example, although it's a heavy burden, somebody has to do it. You know, just like the creation was almost lost, this world is kind of heading that same direction. But somebody has to step up and set the examples that you brothers are highlighting that we're all trying to highlight for the edification of those who are listening. So I just wanted to say, you know, excellent points. Yes, sir. And so, you know, we, we, we trying to paint a picture, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a very necessary thing. Like, like brother Benaiah said, it is a part of your walk. Being, being a good example is a part of, of your walk as a servant of God. You know, it's not something that should be uh, an afterthought or something that should you should uh, pay attention to when you got time. It, it is really at the forefront of being a servant of God. It, it's it's setting that example, and and like Brother Hissamak was saying, look, it's you you affecting people, and we affect each other uh, in more more ways, or we affect each other deep more deeper than we kind of think about uh uh we, we kind of think about it in passing you know i don't walk around all the time thinking about man how's my interaction with this person how am i affecting them you know day by day you know is is this person picking up some negative traits from me or are they picking up positive traits 
And if we start to look at everybody like that or look at our relationships again, everything is going back to these relationships that you have with people. If we look at our relationships like that and say, how, how am I affecting these people I have this relationship with? Then an example, if it's a good example, then hey, it should be fruitful. Uh, Brother Solomon. Yeah, it should be fruitful. I want to take a look at a scripture that kind of backs up what we're saying uh, here. And that's First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. And I want to pick it up at verse five here. Okay. I'll read for you. I'll read for you. Yes, sir. We're going to go, if we can go from five to eight here, but, but it just, you know, I, I, it, it, when we set a good example, this is what happens. So this should encourage us and inspire us to make sure even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, even when you have to, you, you got to, you can't fit in. It's important that we make this decision to set a good example because who we're affecting matters, you know, verse five, go ahead. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as ye know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. So he was confident in the example he set. Now keep going, brother. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. But keep in mind how they received that word too, though. You know, they, it, it, it wasn't easy, but they held on to it and they didn't complain about it. Now check this out. Check out the, the fruit of that. Go ahead. So that ye were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. Now they ended up being an example to other people and now th there's more fruit. Now there's more kindness. Now there's more charity. Now there's more love. Now there's more people walking in truth. And, and check out that, and go ahead and um, take the next verse, brother, there. Verse 8, for from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God were to spread abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. This is the domino effect right here. If you just said one, you know, this is how you just affect one person, one young man, one young, you know, woman or, or one child, you know, whoever it may be that needs, you know, some type of encouragement, some type of example set, some type of guidance, some type of stewardship and leadership. If we set these examples, there's no telling how far it can go. The, the, they have so there's probably millions and millions of people who who ended up converting because of this one example that the next person took to another level and then the next person set another example and it just kept on going and going and going so you know never underestimate the power of some effort to set a good example because you never know how many people that can reach yes sir brother hisamak yeah definitely man even to um piggyback on brother solomon um let's go to john third john Cause this is an example that a brother, um, brother uh, Gaius set, and this is just it speaks volumes. It speaks, it speaks volumes. Third John, brother Terry, gonna read. You can read that, brother. And, and we're gonna pick it up at verse three. Third John, in verse three. All right. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. 
And I think this is another thing that that really gets me too. When I hear brothers that walking in truth and they getting stronger and they being an example, I'm inspired. I'm inspired because I know that if he can overcome like our Lord Jesus Christ overcame, I can do it. I can be an example for somebody else. My verbal and my nonverbal going to speak. But keep reading, brother. Go ahead. Beloved, thou dost faithfully whatsoever thou dost to do to, to bro the brethren and to strangers. Now, he don't just do it to the people that's inside this truth. He doing it to the strangers as well. Keep going, brother. Which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if uh -huh. thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. See, now the examples was born witness in front of the church. So one brother did some, and now the whole church has seen it, not just to the brethren, but to the stranger. Keep going, brother. Because that for his name's sake, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Keep going. We, therefore, ought to receive such that we might be fellowship, fellow helpers to the truth. And and that's the that's the goal. Now we see a brother that's doing good, man. Let's, and we in that same mindset, let's start to build with these brothers or those sisters. Or we put it all together and now they're gonna see a greater example. They're gonna see people loving, caring, doing good works for all the people to see. And then they're gonna turn around and magnify God. This is what goes back to being that light. We don't put that light under a bushel. We're going to set it on a hill. You're supposed to be an example, not just only for the people that you know, but for the stranger. Then they're going to go, <laughs> the whole church bore witness of them good examples. Now we're going out here to get more people to be fellow helpers to the truth. That's the, the goal that we should be trying to set. Yes, sir. That That's that, that's what we're trying to accomplish. Brother, brother, uh, their brother Benaya got his hand up. Yeah, dealing with the examples we set, how you mentioned Christ and going to James. Let's go to James 5. And we supposed to follow Christ. And we're going to see how everything Christ did was an example. So what we think we supposed to do, mm -hmm. we got to set forth examples. Let's go to James 5 and let's pick it up at verse 8. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord. Draw nigh. Grudge uh -huh. not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. So judge, so grudge not one against another, lest you be condemned. That'll get you, so that's letting us know that grudging against each other will put you in the lake of fire. Go ahead. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. So, so Jesus set forth the example. He set forth the example of suffering, of affliction, of patience. So if we are Christians and Christ is setting an example, what do we think we're supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be setting examples. Go ahead. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, 
and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. So you heard of the patience of Job. So Job did what? By his walk towards God, he set an example. And we're supposed to be doing the same thing. And this whole conversation, yeah, we're going to keep hitting on the same, uh, the same, uh, I guess, point, which is that we are supposed to set examples. The example that we that we're setting is a byproduct of our righteousness. And it's not just supposed to be a byproduct, but it should be part of our mission to set a good example not flying off on the hinges, not just doing whatever, not saying it's okay when we when we wild out. But we are supposed to be setting an example. That is a part of our job. Christ set an example. Job, we're looking at here, and it's talking about what he did in his patience. He, he did what? Set an example by him trying to do right. And that's what we're supposed to do. Yes, sir. And so, while, you know, we, we, we pretty much, we, we, we driving this point home. But I want to look at the, the other side of this. What happened when a bad example is set? Because that's all in the book. It's all it's all through the it's all through the scriptures. The bad examples got a whole nation thrown into captivity. Because generation after generation, it 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 it, it, it always ended up the same way. It always ended up that the examples that were being taught were ended up being the wrong ones. So let's go to Jeremiah 9, and we're going to pick it up in verse 1. Jeremiah 9, and we're going to pick it up at verse 1. Oh, that my head were waters, and mine eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Go ahead. Oh, that I had in the wilderness a lodging place of wayfaring men that I might leave my people and go from them for they be all adulterers an assembly of treacherous men. Now this is the Lord. This is the Lord like, man, I, I want to get away from these people. This is how, this is how bad it was that he, he want to leave and, and go from them. He said, because they all adulterers and assembly of treacherous men. Verse three, go ahead. And they bend their tongues like their bow for lies, but they are not valiant for the truth upon the earth. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they know not me, saith the Lord. So he's saying, look, they proceed from evil to evil. This is continuous. And this is what happens when like like I was talking about earlier, you, you get infected with the wrong example. Now, it's, 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 it's a continuous thing. It just goes from evil, it proceeds from evil to evil. Go ahead. Take ye heed, every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother. For See, the Lord is letting you know, look, he say, look, you take heed, every one of his neighbor, he say, and trust ye not in any brother. Why? Because they all they all in, infected. They all infected with the wrong examples. They all dealing falsely. They they adulterous. So the, this is the Lord saying, look, don't 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 trust in your brother. Go for every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will walk with slanders. And Go they ahead. will deceive everyone his neighbor, and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies 
and worry themselves to commit iniquity. Listen, he say, hey, they, hey, everybody gonna deceive his neighbor. You know, ain't gonna, they not gonna speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves to commit iniquity. That means you up, and you gonna, you gonna formulate all kind of wicked plans, and 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 you gonna plot, you gonna do all that till you get tired. You would they this how this is how committed they were to wickedness, wearied themselves. Like if you committed to being a better servant of God, you weary yourself to do right on a day-to-day basis, to try to walk correctly. That's how much you desire righteousness. But in this case, hey, they 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 desired wickedness in the same way. And this is what happens when the bad, when the wrong, when the wrong example starts to infect all the people. Um, and and this can happen in the household. This can happen in a, in a nation. Uh, this can happen. This can happen in the in in a church if it's it's not checked, you know. And, and this is why this is why you you gotta have order because when that infection set in, then it's gonna be. The more it's set in, the more and more it's set in, then the harder it's gonna be to get get it out. You know what I'm saying? We we all have learned things growing up that we know now wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? We done learned behaviors, we done learn, we done learn words, we done learn actions or whatever that we know as servers of God, we, we can't do those things. But those things are still in you. And those things pop up from time to time in your mind, but you know, hey, I can't do that. So now you have to learn, you have to learn a better example. And you have to start to practice those better examples that, that we've learned uh, dealing with the gospel. Brother Maurice. You know, I was just marveling at, you know, that scripture that was just read because, I mean, the Lord, God laid it out so clear for, you know, the simplest to the greatest of minds to follow in terms of what's a good example and what's not a good example. And like you said, I mean, just looking at this scripture, it helps us identify both. And, and it comes down to a matter of choice. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people don't make the right choice in terms of pursuing good and setting a good example. But it's all right here in front of us. And there's no excuse, you know, that we can't we can't see and determine between the two. So I just I was just amazed and marveling at how simple, you know, it's been laid out within these scriptures and how, how easy the Lord set for us a good example to follow. And I just, yes. it was just great. Yes, sir. Praise God in Jesus name. Brother Benaiah. Yeah. Piggybacking on what you were speaking on and how the Lord kind of moved you to speak on the bad examples that set. Let's go to Jeremiah 2. And let's pick it up at verse 13 because we're going to see more about how a bad example was set by our people jeremiah 2 and verse 13 and when you get there brother terry go ahead for my people have committed two evils they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewed out cisterns broken cisterns that can hold no water so this is talking about how Israel, clearly they forsook God. But when it's saying that they hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water, that's saying that they trusted in something they shouldn't have been trusting. 
they built up something that that couldn't couldn't hold water. That was nothing. And it's going to explain. Go down to verse 23. How canst thou say I am not polluted? I have not gone after Balaam. See thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art swift dromedary traversing her ways. So you have so they've gone after Balaam, but they'll say, how can you say that you're not polluted? How can you say you haven't gone after Balaam, which is a, a, a false God? How can you say you ain't, ain't just, just your ways have been have been of of, of filth? Let's go down to um, go down to verse 33, because it's going to say what what they actually did. Verse 33. Why trimmest thou thy way to seek love? So they they changed up what they were supposed to do. They trimmed up their ways to seek love, to seek others instead of seeking God. But in them doing this, what did they do? Therefore, hast thou also taught the wicked ones thy ways. So the examples that they set in wickedness taught other people even more wickedness. And we can go and we can see where Israel was put away, where not only did Israel do wrong and they got taken and carted off, but then uh, uh, her sister, Judah, didn't learn. That's that's I believe that's in Ezekiel 16, where Judah didn't even learn from what they saw Israel going through, but they still committed iniquity. And the Lord had put them away and they had to go into captivity and they were destroyed because of that. But our forefathers trimmed their ways. They changed up their ways to seek others instead of seeking a true and living God. And the ways that they started following, following after Balaam, following after evil, following after what is devilish. They went on and taught others those ways, set an example for others. And taught the wicked ones their ways. So you can be an example for good, or you can be an example for evil. Israel was supposed to be an example for good, yet we know that we messed up on that part. So now we're trying to, you know, we're trying to actually get back to the example and a part of our mission that God has set before us. We're trying to actually get back to that now. But yeah, brother Ovi, like you were speaking about, there's two sides to this. You can be an example of good, or you can be an example of evil. And we see where our forefathers then clearly been an example of both. Yes, sir. And uh, we want to go. Uh, I did want to read. I don't, I don't I'm not going to read it, though. Uh, in Jeremiah 28, we were talking. Uh, the Lord had Jeremiah tell Hananiah, the prophet, that uh, hey, he was going he was going to. Uh, he was going to uh, punish him because he lied to the people. And the Lord say, hey. That uh, this year thou should die because thou hast taught rebellion against the Lord. And he taught rebellion mm, by yeah. speaking that lie, saying, thus said the Lord and the Lord ain't said. So now what you saying is what, what the word of the Lord say, that ain't true. You came up with something else, but now you teaching rebellion. This is why when somebody come in the, in the, in the church and they got this other doctrine, and they trying to push it. They they teach them rebellion. When when you come with a doctrine that's against the word of God, and you trying to push it on everybody, what you're doing is teaching rebellion. They don't understand that you're not doing this against man. You're doing this against God. And when you teach rebellion, 
and you setting that example for rebellion and other people get infected with this, the Lord is going to require that. Uh, Brother Solomon, your hand was up first. Yes, sir. And I'm glad that y'all uh, touching this, uh, touching on this on the, in the Old Testament here because I want to flip over to the New to explain how important it is to read these stories in the Old Testament. And I want to jump over to 1 Corinthians 10. And we're going to pick it up. Um, you know, we're going to pick it up at verse 1, but we're going to just skip kind of through to what I'm okay, trying to sir. get to here. I'm sorry, what? Uh, what? Um, yeah. First Corinthians I, ten. I, I'll read it for him. I'll read All it right. this time, brother Terry. Yes, sir. First Corinthians ten and verse one. Yeah, pick it up at verse one. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea, mm -hmm. and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, mm -hmm. and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. I mean, you can see we're speaking about the Old Testament here, and it gives us a little time frame, and it then it brings about, you know, that. But go ahead and keep reading here. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. So in this Old Testament that, that we've been reading right now for the last few scriptures here and filling out these examples, this is exactly what Paul is talking about right here, saying that, hey, back then, all these situations that we were going through as a people and and in communicating with God, these are our examples. Now he's going to give us a few, uh, you know, a few uh, examples of these examples that we should be taking heed of. Go ahead and read, brother. Verse 7. Neither be ye idolaters as were some of them, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. There goes one there. Go ahead, brother. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Well, yeah, fornication killed a lot of people. Keep on going, brother. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Yeah, and don't be don't be playing and tempting Christ. Don't act like he can't get something done or whatnot because he might just bust your head for it. Keep going, brother. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. And we shouldn't be complaining. These are all just details here. Thing he was showing us the mistakes that they were making that caused them to have to suffer. You know, and keep on going real quick, brother. Um, verse eleven. Now all these things happen unto unto them for in samples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. So this is for us. These, you know, when in doubt, if you ain't got that strong brother that's in the world that's a setting a good example for you, or, or a strong man in the house is setting a good example, or, or whatever, whether it's at your job and, and, and the boss is not setting the proper example, no matter what the situation is, we know and we're confident that we can go into this Bible though. We can go ahead and pull up some of these stories and some of these, uh, uh, you know, scriptures, and we can find some good examples that let us know right from wrong as well. So let's not neglect that. We can find some very, you know, some good examples in the world as the brothers have been doing so far in this podcast. Yes, sir. And 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 like we were touching on earlier, I mean, this whole book is is the foundation of being a servant of God is following the the right example. And the scriptures are our examples. That that that's the foundation. We we gon we we gonna let uh brother Hissamat come in and and uh 
this probably be the last one, brother. Hit some man. Yeah, thank you. Definitely again, man. And I want to go to First uh, Peter, the fourth chapter. And I think this is just um, the 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 perfect way to end this podcast if it's the last scripture man because again we can see good examples and we can see bad examples we can see people with all different types of behavior and how does that affect you or us your verbal and your non-verbal we're gonna see what 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 happens on uh, this first peter the fourth chapter and we here just for um uh, a couple of verses first peter four and verse 17 all right all right for the time has come that judges must begin at the house of God, and if it began, first began at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And, and that's important. If judgment going first begin at the house of God, not with the street people, not with the corporate CEOs, not with the doctors or the lawyers or the politicians, it's going to begin at the house of God. Because that's where you're supposed to be setting the example. That's where you're supposed to be learning to set a good example. Mm. At the house of God. Christ was our example, not just for them at that time, not just for them a couple of years later, not just for them a couple hundred years ago, but for all times, the house of God is the place where you learn to set a good example. And Christ Jesus is a father to the fathers. He a protective of widows and the poor, all this. The good example came from him first. Came from him. When the creation was lost, he wasn't scrapping. He was going to recover. He had a total different mind than what we possessed, but I learned it from him. I learned the mindset that I got now and pray that the Lord keep it and strengthen me going forward from him. He was my good example. And if it begins there, what, what, what are other people going to do? Where, where they going to be. But keep reading verse 18, brother. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? So if you're a good example and you coming from the, the, the church and you go out into the world because that's what my first anchor scripture was. You the salt of the earth and you the light. Now, if you can't season none or you can't salt none and you can't enhance none and you can't be a light, you got... You just like a sinner. You a sinner. You got some place that you going prepare from you that you going to be there and you going to be in torment forever and forever and forever. Keep reading, brother. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. And that, that sums this up to me. That sums it up. This is how we supposed to be keeping our souls as a good example unto a faithful creator. Christ was faithful. Yes, sir. And he was long-suffering. And he was all these things that we're trying to learn. This is sums it up. Yes, sir. And um, I want to let the listeners know, too, that next week, uh, the podcast next week is going to be Learned Behavior. Um, we're going to deal with Learned Behavior and uh as opposed to learn words so this is really it's going to be a continuation of the podcast today uh the examples we set it's going to be sort of like a part two because we we going to delve into you know learn behavior and how you know the things the words we hear 
the things we hear can shape our behavior but then also your behavior is going to stand out much more than just just words you know which is going which is a continuation of what we're dealing with today but we're going to see how that learned behavior is very powerful and how if you learn the wrong behavior and you practice the wrong behavior i don't care what you know that behavior is, is going to cause you to fall uh that's what happened with satan satan, satan had knowledge right satan, satan was the light bearer but his behavior was 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 based upon iniquity he rebelled against god and what is that going to get him and the angels that follow him is going to get him uh the lake of fire so mm -hmm. you know what you know and what you do two different things but that's going to be next next week's podcast we gonna it's going to be a continuation of this one but i want to thank the listeners for joining us here on the biblical resolutions podcast which is brought to you by the house of jacob bible study class located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I want to state again that you can follow us on our Podbean page at hojbible.podbean.com. You can follow us on, on Apple Podcasts. You can also download the Podbean app on your phone, and you can follow us uh you know on your way to work or something you can listen to us that way or the house of jacob's website which is thehouseofjacob.org so i want to thank the listeners for joining us here as always peace in the mighty name of jesus Love is real, king of is real, the king is great. Knowledge he builds about